Hello friends, this is Raghu Banda again, RK Banda. So today uh, I will be talking about how you can um, leverage machine learning using SAP Analytics Cloud. So in the, in the last two podcasts, the podcast number four and podcast number five, we discussed about the different approaches like how you can embed machine learning into the SAP S4 HANA business processes. And in the podcast five, we talked about uh, the side-by-side -side scenario where how you can uh, build machine learning services on SAP Analytics, uh, SAP cloud platform and how that can be consumed by the SAP S4 HANA stack. Now in this podcast six, the focus is on how you can leverage SAP Analytics cloud as an extension uh, in building machine learning services. So uh, as you all, um, as we have been talking about, there are different ways or the different roles when you are building machine learning, right? Like uh, when you're embedding into the S4 HANA business processes, you have the application developer involved and you also have the data scientist involved and you also have the consultant involved to some extent in building these models or implementing these models and deploying them and so on and so forth. Whereas in the sake of, in, in the uh, while we are discussing about the side-by-side -side models with the uh, consumption of the machine learning services from SAP Cloud Platform, we again had different roles like uh, a different kind of an application developer, but it's more of a data scientist, right? Like you have a data scientist, a data data engineer also, I would say, um, who was more involved in building these uh, models, who has more of these uh, data science knowledge, right? Now we'll take a little different approach. Uh, so this is where, uh, with the SAP Analytics Cloud, a business user can also jump into the same scenario. So here, a business user who doesn't have much knowledge about creating data science, uh, leveraging data science and creating modeling, or uh, he does not need to have knowledge about how to code or how to do some application development. So these these two things are also not needed, uh, but he has the utmost business knowledge. So we are building it in a different way, right? Like in the embedding approach, you had more of a application developer kind of a knowledge with some data science knowledge. Whereas when we are building the side-by-side -side models with SAP on SAP Cloud Platform, uh, whether it is with the AI framework or the AI foundation or with the data intelligence platform, you had more of a data science kind of a background with a bit of an application knowledge. Um, now, in the sake, in the, in the in the context of SAP Analytics Cloud, here it is more of a business role, business user role. So here, the business user is the key personality or the key person or the key persona here. So you come with a business knowledge, 
uh, you know what exactly is the problem that your customers are facing and now you want to address this problem so uh, you have the scenarios that are available in an sap s4 hana application or you might have some additional data sets or additional functionality coming in from other peripheral networks like your sap success factors or sap ariba or field glass or you can have a completely external third party application uh, external application where you are getting the functionality or the data sets in addition to not only the sap s4 hana scenario but the core thing is that yes since we are talking machine learning in the context of sap s4 hana i would still like to stick on to the functionality or the concept that yes we are building based out of s4 hana so what is happening here you have uh, as we briefly talked or we briefly touched based about the cds views or the core data service views right because these are the crux of where how we are creating one common model where you can take this model build your analytics on top of that or build your machine learning models so on and so forth now since that is our base foundation let us take that base foundation and now most most of uh, the different scenarios that we talked earlier were that in these embedded scenarios we have in the business process itself we have embedded machine learning or in some scenarios what we said we cannot uh, we did not want to touch or it is more complicated to implement into the business process so we said that we created a machine learning service and it was consumed by the s4 hana stack now what we are saying is that there are some scenarios or there might be some functionality where the business user is presenting this functionality to his customer or to uh, her partner where they want to explore different ideas uh, about what kind of a functionality can be explored in that scenario what you could do there there are quite a lot of different quick win scenarios that you can build as a template or as a quick win functionality <clears throat> but still leveraging some of the machine learning uh, services so this is where sap analytics cloud could step in and of course again i want to if you broadly look into the concepts of whether we are embedding or building side by side yes this falls under side by side because this is not in the s4 hana stack it's it is outside of the s4 hana stack and obviously sap analytics cloud runs on or based on sap cloud platform right so it falls under the side by side category but there is one key difference the key difference is that here we are not building any complex algorithms what we are trying to do we know that there is some functionality that could be enhanced in the business process in s4 but we do not want to build uh, leverage or we do not want to it is not a complex functionality 
but at the same time we do not want to spend a lot of time in enhancing the business process in s4 so this is where you have this beautiful option of exploring it with sap analytics cloud so your uh, sap analytics cloud is the answer where you can take a functionality that is available a normal business process functionality that is available in s4 which is exposed as a whitelisted cds view this is very important when you say whitelisted cds view this is a cds view which could be which is available for the customer or the partner to take the cds functionality and extend it and create a custom cds view on top of that which means that you can enhance it so that is the main requirement sap regularly uh, releases uh, these whitelisted cds views which means that your cds functionality uh, for that particular functionality the cds view is available meaning we we have explored all the possible options of the different parameters that are available where you can enhance it so it's like a statement like in your previous uh, body and bapi days where the exploring exploration options are available which are open so that the customer can take it and build their bodies and then add it back as bapis right so in that way we have this concept of whitelisted cds views where the customer can take this whitelisted cds view create a custom cds view on top of that and build their functionality now what we are saying is that you take this whitelisted cds view you build you either do a, a live connection to this whitelisted cds view or you do some data acquisition kind of a functionality by connecting with sap analytics cloud and leverage the smart predict and the smart ss services that are available in sap analytics cloud and build some quick win prediction scenarios so you got the point right like what we are trying to do we are saying that yes you have you you do not have the you do not have a complete use case to embed or your efforts to embed into the s4 business process or you do not have the whole capacity or the resources to build as a machine learning service on sap analytics cloud with your ai foundation layer or data intelligence so but you still know that there is some functionality that could be leveraged by the customer using some core scenarios that is where sap analytics cloud will jump in so you will say that okay i'll take this whitelisted cds view i have this functionality i will extend this uh, whitelisted cds view create a custom cds view and now i will connect to this custom cds view from my sap analytics cloud either doing a live connection or doing some data acquisition again there are different ways because some scenarios can be directly connected using live connection into s4 hana stack and you can build scenarios but in some scenarios you have to acquire the data sets and build a virtual data model on sap analytics cloud so that is the reason we have these two different options 
And now once you have these two different options, what you do, you can go ahead and create a model using the SAP Analytics Cloud predictive services. Now let us go uh, or let us discuss a bit more into what exactly you have in the SAP Analytics Cloud uh, smart services, right? Or uh, your predictive services. Before going there, the main key difference here is that when you are on the S4 HANA stack, your visualization was always comprised within S4 HANA in the Fury layer using SAP Fury UI technology, which is based out of HTML5. So there is some restriction. That is the reason your predictions or your uh, visualizations are always in a particular fashion. But now we are outside of the S4 HANA stack. We are on the SAP Analytics Cloud. SAP Analytics Cloud, if you remember, <coughs> in the past, it was based out of the SAP Lumira functionality, which is similar to your, uh, uh, like you might have heard the other names like Tableau and other things, which were, I think the tab Tableau was uh, acquired by Salesforce later on. So SAP Lumira in the past was kind of a uh, competitor to uh, Tableau functionality, and which is pretty much similar. Uh, so the visualization capabilities or the BI dashboard capabilities were similar to SAP Lumira, that is part of SAP Analytics Cloud. And to add a little more into the background, SAP Analytics Cloud is also built based on the fundamentals of SAP Business Objects. You remember the acquisition of uh, Business Objects functionality where you have your Business Objects uh, Explorer, your Crystal Reports, and so on and so forth. So all that functionality was kind of uh, rehashed and built into Lumira, SAP Lumira, and then which later on became SAP Analytics Cloud. And additionally, if you remember, in my podcast too, I was talking about the historical background of SAP's journey from pre-S4 HANA days. So when we discussed about the pre-S4 HANA days, we also briefly discussed about SAP predictive analysis tool, which was a homegrown solution. And also we discussed about the SAP's acquisition of KXCN. So SAP predictive Analytics was a product based out of the SAP's homegrown SAP predictive analysis tool plus the acquisition of KXCN, which became SAP, predict, SAP predictive analytics tool or the desktop tool. The SAP's homegrown predictive analysis tool had all these HANA-based PAL algorithms or the predictive analysis library. And you remember in the podcast four, we did discuss about the different algorithms, the different flavors of the algorithms and how you could do a lot more of this non-coded approach with that. And then we also discussed about the KXCN or the acquisition of SAP's KXCN where we had the uh, KXCN related algorithms or we call it as automated predictive library, the APL library. 
So these are the two parts of this SAP predictive analytics tool. So when SAP Analytics Cloud was formed, it had all the good features of SAP Lumira, which has some of these business objects related BI dashboarding features. And then the other pillar is obviously planning. Planning is a very huge component. One of my colleague, uh, Mark Burke, is very uh, experienced in talking about or uh, sharing any insights on planning. In the same way, one of my colleague, Mr. Sridhar Muthuramalingam, is very experienced in talking about the SAP BI dashboards or analytics-related uh, scenarios, which we will talk about later. So the third pillar is about the predictive analytics or predictive analysis related algorithms. So in this third pillar, when SAP Analytics Cloud offering was formed uh, as a cloud offering, when we moved from SAP Predictive Analytics desktop tool into SAP Analytics Cloud, the APL functionality or the APL algorithms out of the SAP Predictive Analytics desktop client made part of the SAP Analytics Cloud because that has more of the non-coded assets. The PAL library, like I have discussed in the past in podcast four, always had some coded assets. Whereas the APL library, which was the acquisition from KXCN, has always this non-coded assets. And that is where it made its way into SAP Analytics Cloud because we wanted to create a complete user intuitive way of uh, a wizard-like approach for the business user to create these predictive algorithms. So why I wanted to kind of give the complete background while I was explaining is that I want the audience to understand how and where we came from and what is the motive in building this. The overall idea is that for the business user, you want to create some quick templates and then leave it out there so that the business user can run different reports or different templates when they are creating their BI dashboards with some planning layouts and some BI user stories. They could also add these predictive features. And when the customer or the partners like these, some of these features, later on these can be implemented into the business process using the either the embedded approach or as a side-by-side -side approach. But with, with the concepts available with SAP Analytics Cloud, you can quickly create lots of templates. And this can later on uh, act as a input or a feedback back into the S4 HANA stack. That was the whole idea of building all these up. So now going back in here, so we said that now, yes, you have a whitelisted CDS view and based on the whitelisted CDS view from S4, you built a custom CDS view and now you could use either the live connection mode or the data acquisition mode and you can leverage one of these modes and you can build, uh, you can uh, leverage uh, SAP Analytics Cloud and then you can build your uh, 
predictive models, right? That's what we said. If it is a live connection mode, of course, you directly uh, do the proper configuration scenarios in S4, and then you build your predictive scenarios. If it is a data acquisition mode, uh, it depends. I think you can go back and check into the documentation wherein there are some scenarios which would work for live uh, connection, whereas some scenarios work for data acquisition. So now let us go back. Uh, so what we are trying to do, now we are trying to create based on these uh, acquisition, uh, based on these whitelisted CDS views and the custom CDS view, which is built on top of that, leveraging one of these live connection mode or the data acquisition mode, we are leveraging SAP Analytics Cloud and building this predictive model. Now, one point, very important thing to note down is that when you're building the uh, predictive services with SAP Analytics Cloud, we are predominantly focusing on the uh, APL algorithms, the HANA-based APL algorithms. We are not touching the PAL algorithms because the PAL algorithms are much more diverse and they are very, um, you, you of course, they have a lot of coded approach and you could do a lot more. But whereas with the APL approach, this is all non-coded and you could do wizard-driven approach. So the models that we built or the virtual data model that we build on top of that and on top and the predictive models that we build here are completely based out of the APL models. And again, now here we have, you could, since SAP Analytics Cloud runs on SAP uh, Cloud Platform itself, though you are getting your CDS views and your whitelisted CDS views and the main application data from S4, like I mentioned, you could also get your uh, application uh, related information from other peripheral networks from SAP or non-SAP or third party. And additionally, you could also use the business data lake functionality from your hyperscalers or whatever. And you could do all this data integration, right? And then you create your virtual data model in SAP Analytics Cloud and you can create a predictive model here. So now when you're creating the predictive model here, there are four different ways. And when you create the predictive model, on top of that, you create your user story, which is where your BI dashboards are created and planning related functionality could be done. Now, when you're creating the predictive model, there are different ways of doing it. You could leverage the smart predict functionality, which is predominantly focusing on doing forecasting or predictions based on your uh, uh, historical data and doing some predictions into the future, which is more on the time series algorithms. Apart from this, you also have the other smart assist services like your smart insights, smart discovery, or search to insight. Smart insights are nothing but it provides insights based on the data that is already available. The reason why we say it is smart inside because we put some additional prediction algorithms into that, like your classification regression algorithms, which will give much more detailed analysis on your data that you already have. The next thing is that smart discovery, which is where I was talking about. 
smart discovery aspects look into the smart insights that you got from your data and you could build some additional discovery on this data and kind of provide some additional recommendations or suggestions. And then you also have this additional search to insights. So now that you got all this, you could do additional search based on your insights. So these are all the different ways that, that are available as part of uh, SAP Analytics Cloud predictive uh, offerings, uh, the predictive services that we have. Uh, like I have um, explained um, a bit in the uh, in my uh, the last 10 15 minutes the now now we we we, we talked about where the application where, where your application uh, related information or the functionality is coming in from whether it is s4 or non s4 or it, it can be the peripheral networks in sap or non sap we talked about the application functionality and then we talked about the data. The data can come from S4 or data can come from SAP Cloud Platform or other SAP applications or completely outside of SAP, which is from the hyperscalers, right? Now, these two are the one aspects of the application and the data. But now the third aspect is that the training data sets, right? Now, the training data sets could also be leveraged in different ways. You could you could leverage your training data sets. Uh, the data sets can come from different origins. Either it can be a training data set uh, where you push in this training data sets as an Excel file into the SAP Analytics Cloud. And then uh, in this context, the data set contains the values for the models explanatory variables and the target variables. And obviously the data will be used to optimize the model's complete fit. That is one kind of a thing. We, we, we were trying trying to understand what kind of data sets are available, right? It can be a training data set or it can be an apply in data set or an apply out data set. When I say apply in data set, the data set can be used for uh, as an input for the application of the predictive model. So what happens exactly is, is that in this context, the data set contains the, the models, different explanatory variables, but not the target variables. So you all push in all the applying data set. The goal is like you want to evaluate the value of the target variable that you are used, that you're using a trained model. That is another option. Then the other option is that you put you push in the apply out data set. A data set can be used as uh, a typically like an output for the application uh, of your predictive model. So here what you do is that, in this context what you do is that uh, the end of this application phase, the data set will contain the estimated value of the target data set, the target variable for all the records of the applying data set. So this is how you have, uh, we talked about how the application uh, functionality can come from different sources, S4 or other non-S4. We can also talk about the data. We also talked about the data sets, how you can apply these data sets. So that is how all these things will 
tie in together. Uh, so now, now that you got all of these in here, now you create your, you have your functionality, you take your functionality out, you create additional virtual data model with the functionality of the different table functions that are coming in from S4 or non-S4. And then you can add, you can either directly do a live connection into S4 or you can do acquisition into the S4 data sets and other non-S4 data models. And then you can apply your data using your training data sets or applying or uh, 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 apply out data sets. And then finally what happens, you have your uh, visualization or you, you have your prediction of the results. So based the actual functionality is coming, can be coming directly from S4 or it can be coming from S4 and the other uh, different sources. And then you have your predictions uh, coming out or the, your results coming out. And these results are visualized in the form of your uh, the dashboards or the BI dashboards or the BI story in SAP Analytics Cloud. So one thing you have to remember here is that once this information is available, uh, the business user can now analyze this information here in SAP Analytics Cloud uh, and then later on make decisions whether uh, they, they, they can make different kinds of decisions like, okay, this can really help them in proceeding further because SAP Analytics Cloud itself works as a digital boardroom functionality, right? So it is it provides very in-depth reports or very intuitive reporting. Uh, or what they can do if he, if, uh, he or she, the business, I mean, the business user, whether it is he or she, they can, or the business partner or the consultant, they can uh, extend, they can extend, uh, they can either do the visualization in SAP Analytics Cloud itself with these models, or if they feel that it's a very much more uh, generic functionality, they could even uh, make some assumptions or make some requirements and they can, uh, proposals and they can build it into the business process itself as an embedded model, leveraging uh, the ISLM framework. Earlier it was, yeah, the Pi framework, which is predictive analytics integrator. Uh, but now that with the, uh, or they can even use uh, as a side-by-side -side model and create a machine learning service with so on and so forth, uh, complex functionality, right? The deep learning techniques. Uh, in the past, before using the ISLM technology, because uh, before using the ISLM technology, we were using the predictive analytics integrator technology where the models that were created, you will also have to, uh, there was no way these models could be changed or these models could not be published. Uh, these models could not be changed or they cannot be made any changes. So that's the reason we have provided an option of publishing these models or making any changes that were done using SAP Linux Cloud. They could be published back into S4. But with the advent of ISLM, what you could do, you do not need this functionality because any out-of-the-box models that are built with ISLM in embedded S4 technology, they could always be uh, updated with them. 
within uh, S4 itself. Uh, this is just an uh, additional uh, tidbit or an additional uh, tooltip kind of a thing I'm giving here. So uh, the overall the the overall concept here is that whatever functionality that you have been building uh, using SAC um, uh, uh, and leveraging with the templates, you could always uh, visualize it in SAC. Uh, the BI dashboards, uh, and then uh, you can leverage all this, and then you can the business user can count, uh, get all the functionality needed there. So overall, uh, what we are trying to achieve here is that we are providing the end user, or we are providing the consultants, or the customers, and the partners, an additional way of leveraging or uh, the machine learning functionality using SAP Analytics Cloud, which is a quick win or a, which is a quick way of uh, depicting some predictive uh, services functionality using SAP Analytics Cloud using the APL algorithms. Um, this is this is uh, uh, mainly predominantly this is used for building your BI dashboards with and doing some planning scenarios, but you could also add some additional predictions. I wanted to give this approach a bit more thoughts so that there will be more uh, updates or more um, information coming about this in future. You can stay tuned on how the machine learning functionality will be enhanced here. Because as you know that we have the embedded functionality in S4, we have the side-by-side uh, -side functionality on SAP Cloud Platform, and we could also extend it with SAP Analytics Cloud, but there is a lot more things that are coming up. Uh, this is this is just that I want to give some quick uh, background and quick um, uh, overall picture about how the customers and partners can see um, how you can leverage SSE as well and how this can build better uh, and bigger uh, things in future um, for the customers because many customers might have your S4 S4 might be using for your ERP functionality or your uh, business functionality and then many many of the customers can use SAP Analytics Cloud for their uh, visual uh, uh, BI dashboarding needs or uh, uh, because SAC provides an additional functionality where with the SAC enterprise, you can get a lot more intuitive dashboarding and other planning functionality. So we'll get to know, we'll, we'll hear more about that in the upcoming um, podcast or, or in the next few quarters. So with this, I will be uh, closing this podcast six. And in the next podcast, uh, I will go a bit more into the functionality or I'll go a bit more into how you can activate this functionality using the best practices explorer that we already have in SAP S4 uh, uh, context. Uh, in the next few podcasts, what we will do, we'll start with how you can activate this functionality and then how you can, we'll also kind of discuss a bit more 
in the context of the different LOBs and the different industries, what kind of functionality is available and if this functionality is embedded into S4 or if this functionality is available as a side-by-side -side scenario, as a deep learning technique or how many of these industries are already leveraging this SAP Analytics cloud functionality with the predictive services. So we'll all discuss in each of these uh, podcasts in the upcoming um, series or in the upcoming podcast sessions. Uh, until then, um, I wish you all uh, good luck and good evening. And um, thank you all. I appreciate your time uh, in listening into these uh, podcasts and the podcast series. Like, I all, like I've always explained, you could always put your feedback uh, by sending in a message to uh, uh, in my blog series, which is always linked in here, which is always linked into my podcast. Uh, you can search me up, uh, Raghu Banda <clears throat> SAP podcast or uh, machine learning. Um, and then you can go into the SAP blogs uh, and then you can leave the co comments or feedback there. If you have any additional questions, I can try to address that. And uh, we'll come back with a lot more things uh, in the future podcasts. Uh, thank you all for your time. Have a good evening and good luck. Uh, let's uh, predict the future with SAP products. Bye-bye.